Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio. Hello! Hi, everybody! Welcome. This is episode seven of Beyond the Ordinary, uh, part two of John Wayne Gacy. We're going to do that. Hopefully, uh, this um, fat clown motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man. We've, we got some, we got pretty far with him. We got up until, we got up to his first murder last time. But yeah, before we get started, Moraine Colbus. This is Clint Colbus. Am I right? Brent Sperry's down here at the end of the table. Dick Horton. Hi. Or, or, and then Mark. Hi, Mark. I'm say hey! Say hi, Mark. What a, I'm very glad that that bled over to this. Always. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. Hello! <laughs> uh, I, gotta, I, was, I can unplug it. I had, <laughs> I had such a good time doing this episode last week that I got up Sunday morning and pretty much laid in bed and watched John Wayne Gacy shit all day. The John Wayne Gacy tapes on Netflix. Shit, all I watched was <laughs> westerns. Like the first three hours I was awake. It's weird, that I, it's weird I woke up and the first thing on my mind was John Wayne Gacy, but it was. And uh, I got out of bed and I was like, you know what? I don't got shit to do, damn. And then I remember Dick telling me about the John Wayne Gacy tapes because he got, it's only like three episodes, but I remember you a long time ago telling me to watch it. Yeah, and I just never I did because I was like, ah, oh, sick fuck. Did, I don't want to, you know, did, I don't want to. Did watch you have nothing shit. to do because the Buccaneers are on by? Uh, yeah. No, not really. It just, oh my. It's just one of those things. Um, and so I got up and I kicked it on and I sat there and I vegetated and I watched it and I was like, Jesus Christ. Because there's a lot of stuff I still didn't know yet. But one of the things that I do know that, so like we were talking about how he went to prison for sodomy or whatever and got out in 18 months, 10 months or whatever. Just running shit. I noticed on, on the Netflix documentary when Gacy himself was talking about it, he didn't call it a prison. He called it a reformatory. (laughs) Um, they showed video of the place and it was super minimal wherever they sent him to. So to me, I think he might have got sent to like one of those petter ass prisons where they don't really worry about him running off. That's probably how he was able to just to move re- around as freely as he was able to. It was What's probably petter ass Walter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I think it's probably how he was able to as move around as freely. It's probably how he was able to like woo people into thinking he was an okay guy and got out so early because like it, you know, yeah, it wasn't well, a violent reason why he got into prison it was just sodomy right it Sod- like- well yeah sodomy I mean that's to a biter right though yeah yeah well it was different back then for yeah. whatever reason and, you know, they got I don't that- know why it was so different for, for that <coughs> they but it have was. a prison not too far from us it's also like super minimal for those type of offenders and when they were showing the videos of it and they had a couple interviews with some other guys over there it just felt super minimal and it looked like it was one of those prisons where they would send dudes who aren't violent offenders it's like you could have a TV in yourself you felt like it, that you know, could sure. take it over if they they knew how to cook right. and that that's the next thing I was going to get at it's probably how it was so easy 
for him to get because it's like you know he he didn't seem like he was that bad of a guy to you know it's the fucking colonel he had a public face and a private face obviously right and <laughs> that's, that's why I mean sure. yeah he's the colonel he probably fucking got real close to everybody haha <laughs> he started JC's in the prison like, you like white me or dark me what prison do you know hey, has it was, JC's it was pretty right <laughs> famous bull though you know what prison do you know has a JC's and what's one of the cool things one of the prisoners that was with him was like he was walking around starting a JC's and was like I had no idea what a JC's was but he was like I was up to joining something in prison you know anything's better than a gang he's like, so I joined the JC's right right it's like, so, what the yeah. fuck? and then that gave them the ability to be able to walk around freely and do whatever the fuck they wanted basically because they had to have these meetings right they had as well and he yeah, was I able to, to boost everything he got a, what, a mini golf course put in there yeah. what else what else happened well he just the JC's memberships that he boosted there was kind of crazy I don't know man but whatever reason he was sentenced Fuck for up. 10 years for this for the sodomy but only served the 18 months I don't know if it was just because he did such a great I, job you know being a schmoozer he loves the cock well that he's like loves little boy cock he definitely does he does I mean it sounds like he was little boy like if he was able to order 17 18 if he was able to if he was able to organize all these guys of different races into some form of a non-violent gang and have a choir and be able to run a prison but then the one guy in the cell he said they should have just gave him a job at the prison well he said you know when the guy who's running the he said he said when when Gacy was like running the kitchen he said he didn't screw with them because you, you might end up with a bunch of rat turds in your food you don't know he goes you could have poison food and he goes that's kind of how he was 100% jerking off into food back he, there, that's I how he kind of controlled things from the get go well, was like if you fuck with me you might end up sick in the prison fucking <laughs> you know hospital with your food being fucked with or whatever so a lot of people were scared of him that Pack way smoke. wow you know? so <laughs> you mentioned he mentioned it was kind of a reform place right yeah. this is what he's he was it was An- Anamosa State Penitentiary, which is identified as a maximum security penitentiary prison. <laughs> the reformatory. Jones County, community of Anamosa. Anamosa. There's a misunderstanding one night. Just had to go to the reformatory for a couple months. Yeah, we don't get into it too much. <laughs> It was my past. I don't talk about it as much. You know, everybody's got a past. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to start a new life here in Chicago. <laughs> Do you know anybody that, uh, you know, knows any little boys I can talk yeah. to? This is the part of the story yeah. that scares the shit out of me because I totally lived something similar. I'm like, I'm just, thank God that the guy I worked for wasn't a serial killer. Ran that away. Was. So he ran to Iowa for, to hide out and then came back from Iowa to Chicago after hiding out in Iowa for a while, correct? Or he lived in... He lived in... Um, Oh, shit. Illinois, and then yeah. ran to Iowa when he got in trouble first before he went to prison. And then after, he no, got no, he prison. got in trouble in okay. Iowa. He married his first wife, moved yeah. to Iowa, yeah. moved to Iowa. Dad had the KFC businesses. That's right. where he got Created that. the chicken and after little. He got out of prison. He moved back to Illinois. <laughs> he just he won Man of the Year in Waterloo. Because, man of the yeah. Year in yeah. Waterloo. Yeah, honestly, dude, back pr- then made like the best KFC of all time. Did became they, the man of the town? Did they have the rules? Little boys. Did they have the rules and laws back then where they've never really looked into if you were a sex offender? you had to like tell everyone register no man so, that's, a, that's a recent thing so if he was you know a registered sex offender in Iowa moved back to Illinois and all that record stricken clean because you were never registered you never got caught being a sex offender it's like in getting Illinois. a speeding ticket back then the any charges <laughs> the was like getting a speeding ticket in Fulton County that's what I mean. So if it's the talk, and police stations didn't work with each other back then, right. so it wasn't like you were getting now. records from one police station to another. No, no. Like so, if he if he tried to get a job, I mean, if you find thirty three bodies under the floorboard, 
you might be able to talk to somebody in Iowa and get some past records. On I them. think they. But I think yes. But, but <laughs> otherwise, short like, of that, there wasn't a whole lot of talking to right, each other. Right. So otherwise, if he if he tried to get a job someplace, then nobody at all like, the, would do a background check to see that he was touching dudes in Iowa. And yeah, shit. yeah, no, no, no. There yeah, was no... Wild. Unless you Never. lived in Iowa, then that shit would pop up, right? Yeah, like, like you can't get a job at McDonald's across the street from KFC if you got arrested nope. for that. But yeah. now, nowadays, you would be a, you know popped immediately because of the internet and whatnot. But back <laughs> right. Then, well, then you don't have to... Uh, you, you have a past and when you're applying for jobs you don't have to fucking say shit back then right like who are you gonna I mean for jobs you ain't really got to you, well, yeah I mean, look how many people <laughs> <laughs> like how, they're not gonna I don't know I like, was I, just reading that doc, uh, reading that fucking thing about the uh, so <laughs> there was a pharmacist that uh, talking about the show on Netflix no 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 this is like a lawsuit going on right now uh, there was a pharmacist that got past all the compliant checks for like four Basically, my fucker just come in and said he was a pharmacist, and didn't nobody check. And uh, <laughs> he worked for a certain company for Got like the right certificates, six fucking man. years. Got the right certificates. He didn't even need it. Like, right. I mean, we'll get to it. Ne- I got to get the copies of that. I'll get it to you next week. And that yeah, just right. fucking goes on and on and on until, right. yeah, perpetuity until. The fuck up uh, thing is pharmacies have a fucking monthly compliance check. And that's one of the things on their monthly compliance checks. From, uh, and it, they just took his word for it for four fucking years. Old boy. <laughs> Six years. Old boy from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You know, John, I can't say that I've seen your I license in four years. The TV show Suits, Mike, he he was a lawyer and everything. And he and talked about... He's had a photographic memory. He doesn't... They talked about on that documentary. I never actually, how, he never actually went to law school. They, they talked about on that documentary how he drove around at like 90 miles an hour everywhere he fucking went. Like He's, nonstop, like fucking 75, 80, 90 mile an hour. Even like no on side one, streets, he'd be doing like 60, 70. Yeah. Like, that has to equate to him being an ambulance driver, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. And then I was also thinking about it like that was also a way for him to play God being an ambulance driver, right? Because like it depended on whether he got there Brian's fast like, enough. Yes, you, yes it is. You right? not only control the life of yourself, you control the life of that patient and the patient's yeah. provider uh, back there. Traffic was too heavy. You couldn't get you there on time. Man. Fucking somebody died. There's those no, EMTs with a pair, with like hero syndrome. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. The person like, die and he was an oh, ambulance yeah. driver, right? So the, you think someone's name came across and he was like, I don't like that fucking exist. guy. I'm going to oh, get there God, a little yeah, slower right. than I normally well, would. Well, then they, there's, a, there's a nurse in, in the UK that was, um, oh my God, I, I can't even speak on it right now. But like she was... Uh, uh, Accused of murdering a fucking like hundreds of patients. What, well, what's fucked up is there is like hundreds of angels of death nurses they yeah. call them or whatever. Like, yeah, it just like it just happened in the UK oh. or whatever. But there's like ten or twelve from the sixties and seventies in the oh, United yeah. States and the southern states and shit that like, and you can't even trace that shit. Like twenty six year you nurse guys, fucking gets caught killing yeah, twenty two yeah. people, what's but it, it's more the, like a thousand. It like the Kevorkian law or whatever it is now, because people are assisted, assisted, oh, yeah. ki- assisted, assisted yeah, suicides I mean, when they're telling nurses to kill. Nurses were saying, well, they the they issue. asked us to kill them because they were in so much pain, so we did it for them. You know. Yeah, like this. Mm. The, the one that I remembered in West Virginia was like some six foot two like gray hair up in buns fucking they like finally caught her or whatever and like as they're handcuffing her she's like walking out going like she's like ah oh, they needed it they needed me to pass to the other side 
Like, they needed my help. It's fucked up in the head from the thing. If you, it the, the, I can kill it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the last episode or last episode, the last season of Fargo that they did that was like two years ago was like with a weird mob family in, in Canada, and they had a nurse that was on there that was fucking going around just straight killing patients on there and shit. Yeah, and I was dude. thinking, man, that's Scary the creepiest shit, shit of all. Like you're in there for like a fucking bullet wound to the arm, and they're like, oh, he fucking died, and it's like, how are you like? Because fucking someone <laughs> said something and she took that as, oh, you want me to kill this motherfucker? Okay, I'll inject him with some shit. How do you think? Just saying, how much oversight do you think's at the. You know what's funny <laughs> is that really, you there is so much trust that people put into their healthcare providers, it's insane. Yeah. Like, there's been moments where I'm, ta- I'm dealing with somebody, I'm like, I'm just some guy doing this. I'm like, just some person doing this. Everybody goes dumb too, right? Like, you, hey, I'm dumb, I'm out, I'm off control. Here you go, you tell me what to do. Like right, breathe, oh, yeah. breathe, and your shoes untied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, and then all that trust that you put into them, and then they can, you have these, ugh, God, just, I mean, eat shit, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel bad. All right, so last we talked about John, he had just murdered his first person and it was the 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 greyhound bus boy he talked about the greyhound bus boy that he picked up on he was, new he year's was, day he was a freaking asshole he made him breakfast yeah. and Fuck fucking yeah. killed him made him made him breakfast and then john killed his ass but the interesting part not it's not that that's not interesting but he was at a new year's eve party with his wife that Night, he goes, leaves the party because he's bored, goes to the Greyhound bus, Greyhound bus terminal, picks this kid up, goes home, rapes him, and then they go to sleep. And then he wakes up the next morning, the boy's making him fucking breakfast, and then John freaks out and gets cut by him in the scuffle because John just decides to just, we're just going to go ahead and do this now and just starts to strangle him. And then he takes the knife and then sits on him and stabs him. Fuck not. Cool man, and then, and then he <laughs> and then he has the greatest orgasm of his life, right? Yeah, and then he's yeah, he just that's, starts ah, you break my yeah. just yeah. starts ah, shooting ropes everywhere. And that's when he broke the ice. You know what I, I mean? When they when you talk to the hot chick for the first time, and the fucking she's actually into what you're into, and you guys break her <laughs> off. And it's like <laughs> this is gonna fucking work. Yeah, I mean, he was like, holy shit, like that felt pretty fucking good, like. Wow, I got it off my chest. I can get away with this shit. Like, Man. No, that, but then he got away with it, and he was like, holy shit. I'm like, I can really, no one came asking about this guy. They threw him in the Plains River, right? After like, a couple days. He like, was you know. buried first under, he was a, yeah, he was under the bed for 24 hours, yeah. then he buried him in the crawl space. Oh. Um, and then he poured cr- I, I, quick I, lime on him to hasten I, the decomposition. I, I think the last like three or four that he killed went in the river because he ran out of place. Was it the last one? No, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was yeah, the first dude, one. Uh, didn't have it. We'll yep. say when we get to that later, when, when he's... He did win the fight. When he, on the Gacy tapes, when he's doing the interview talking about the cops coming to meet him about where he's had the body and shit in the house, like it's kind of... Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. So, Gacy... Some of the shit I've pushed out of my head, like... Some of it is probably good to be. Well, when it gets out. to so much, like it needs its own kind of like, kind of like UPCs to me. Like it's fucking, <laughs> it's wild, wild. It's like there's been several documentaries on it or something out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, and still happening. We're still farming content off this shit. Damn right. <laughs> well, I think one of like his body, like one of his victims' bodies, just got fucking identified like months ago. That's all we do is. America? 
<laughs> That's how we do it here. We I like recycle. when they try to do like the psychological breakdown and it's like completely 100% way off. And it's like, nah, he's pretty much just crazy motherfucker. Nah, he just fucking up. crazy. Nah, he just has the best orgasms of his life. So he yeah. Just stops the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be horrified if I found that out about myself, right? Now, if you get to that point, obviously you fucked up a lot. But yeah. now I can't do anything. I can't come unless I kill. And he didn't know a, that about a little yourself. boy. Motherfucker. God damn, now I... As I say, maybe you don't know that about yourself currently. Maybe I don't. I don't really think I'm going to try and find out. But that would be a shame if something accidentally happened and he found that out. Not Now I can't come. And then it's like, not back from this, boys. I like it. And all of a sudden, like one, like people keep start disappearing off the podcast and shit. Nick will be this week. Ryan's like, nah, I don't think so, man. I haven't seen Garrett in a while. Yeah, I haven't either. Should I text him? Nah, you don't need to text him. I already talked to him. He ain't going to be It all just ends with Brent. He apparently does on us and the murder cases. And then the twist at the end, you find out he killed all of us. No, the twist at the end, Brent gets murdered on the podcast and it still gets put out somehow for people to listen to. And I don't like that shit. Like, they got them. Video was like assisted suicides and shit. Like, like, hey, yeah, it I'm was all good on the podcast for you to murder me, and we're good. <laughs> it was all good on the podcast. It was the best content Un- ever till it wasn't. <laughs> Be a hell of an intro. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Ryan. This, this is. Uh, oh, yeah, they're all sick this week. Everybody's out for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, it's like they all. <laughs> they all ate the dirt from they the all store. Ate, they all had dirt cake. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, yes, he does. Um, So Gacy murdered at least 33 young men and boys, 26 of whom he buried in the crawl space of his house. His victims included people he knew and random individuals that he lured from Chicago's Greyhound bus stations, Bughouse Square, or off the streets uh, with the promise of a job from PDM or just him flipping out a a deputy fake police badge and saying, you need to come with me. Get in the <laughs> yeah. fucking car. Hurry up, hurry up. Get the car. Get in the car. Well, there was, he was they also, said he had a Cody war. It looked like a fucking, kind of made th- it look like he was like an investigative police officer. Didn't he drive like it's a good thing that, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing Home Depot wasn't around as much then. He can just pull up right front and get a bunch of them get in the car. I got jobs for you. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Pretty sure that existed. That would too. be, he does doubles. That would be like, Octuple night. You know he, probably would have been a little bit more. You know he had handcuffs on him because fucking he handcuffed people all the time, and he oh, definitely yeah. had a gun because he definitely put it in a motherfucker's face. So it wouldn't be hard for him to pretend to be like cop, especially That's back right. then. Yeah, I mean, did he get charged with that too? Because I mean, I, th- I don't, I don't know. I think I don't think so. I don't think he, he did. did. I don't think he, he only got. He only got charged with like a few. What did he know? He got all charged with all twenty six, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. He got charged yeah. with 33. I don't think they oh, gave him anything 33. extra, just the killings and shit. Yeah. So inside Gacy's home was a, his usual his usual modus operandi was to pry youth was to uh, get, supply the youth with drink, drink and drugs and then show them stag films and say, hey, you want to see a trick? Just learn this them. in the JCs, boys. Right. Hey, you want to see something fun? This is what we do in the JCs. You want to come over here and <laughs> hang out? We'll watch some stag films and then I'll show you a some, cool trick. Some people, some people, it sounds to me like he got like handsy with and tried to start wrestling with and wrestle him down and then fucking would like handcuff him and be like, you're fucked, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, and but, then he, he tried that a couple times and got overpowered, right? You know, well, yeah, well, one dude said he kicked shit out of him yeah. and then fucking, you know, let him go. But then that same dude, his fucking best friend, ended up fucking getting buried under the concrete under the... He, basically the same concept, I think. That yeah. That fucking he took him and did the same shit was like fucking wrestling with him and got him down, handcuffed him and fucking... 
tied him up, choked him out until he fucking killed himself, basically. It's like, yep. that, so that moment, though, is like your boss, like, uh, we've all uh, had that moment where, like, some, we hung out with our boss and, like, got out of hand and some shit. Something but And then it got weird. Like, that, then it got weird is him fucking killing you. Well, right. there was a dude on the tape. Yeah, I know a, exactly what you're talking about, Clint. <laughs> there was a dude who, um who said that him and his friends worked for Gacy and they were all partying this one night and they had to go to another state in the morning and the two buddies that were with them were like, hey, we're going to this other party and since you're going to the state and Gacy's going to the state, you fucking, you know, you can just ride with him in the morning. And he was like, he didn't really want to stay there or whatever, but they were like, ah, da-da-da, pushed him into it and him and Gacy were playing pool and he'd been beating them at pool all night long. That'd be like, you and Chunky being like, ah, motherfucker, go there and wrestle, huh? <laughs> well, and then so his buddies end up talking him into staying or whatever. It's so, fine. You just you go to sleep. You'll get up in the morning. John will take you up to wherever, and then and then we'll see you over there. So he, you know, eventually they talk him into to leave him or whatever. So they continue to play to pool and they're drinking <laughs> and whatever. And John eventually tells this dude like, "Hey, let's play a game. Except if I win." I get play to do, for high stakes. Yeah, basically. High stakes. If I win, you're going to do a sexual favor for me. If you win, I'll do a sexual favor for you. And so <laughs> oh, this, look, kid's you like, win. this kid was like, <laughs> I am going to win. You know, I kind of didn't, didn't give him a choice, basically, is what it sounded like. And the dude was like, I was scared, but they started playing pool. And then, like, John Wayne Gacy all of a sudden became, like, an expert fucking pool player and smoked this dude immediately. Like, <laughs> like, he was beating him all night. Like, he didn't know how to play pool. And all of a sudden, boom, he fucking beats him. Like, no problem. So then when, you know, after they did it, was like, he was like, you're going to fucking suck my dick, basically. So this dude had to do it. And he was like, I was crying the whole time, didn't want to do it. He's like, well, he had, well, what he had said that he started crying before he never got to perform the act because then Gacy backed off at that. And then he ends up going to sleep. And then he wakes up later on with well, Gacy. He, he put a knife, over and he over put, him. He put a knife in his chest while they're in the basement or some shit like that. Yeah. And then he was like, I just got to see how far I can take it with people to see if they're like basically man enough to work for me or, or strong enough to work for me. And then he was like crying and shit. And he's like, ah, da, 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 go ahead and go to bed. And mm-hmm. then the dude was like, not asleep, but awake all night long. Yeah. And then fucking Gacy just appeared out of the darkness. And he said he could only see his face in the light. And fucking he sat on the edge of the bed and like started cuddling him and shit. He had his hand on his thigh and he had a yep. knife pointed at his fucking at the like the, his, like, took the crook it from his, of his chest up there. to the crook of his throat and uh-huh. held his Any throat. responses? And just <laughs> holding it there and waiting for him to. So he did the same shit. This guy crying. lived though. Yeah. So he started crying, begging for his life again, and eventually stopped him. I was like, that's, he'll be all right. That's Gacy sitting on the side of the bed like. God damn, I don't want to kill a motherfucker today, but Basically. oh man, I'm so horny. And so he said Gacy eventually got off of him and was like, ah, you're a good kid or whatever, you know, and like went to bed. Dude said he got up, put his clothes on, sat on the end of the bed till six in the morning. Six in the morning, got there. He went out, banged on the door, told Gacy, we need to leave right now. Yeah, we're gone. And Get then the all up. the way to the next day, Gacy begged him not to fucking say anything. And then well, right, right before he dropped him off. Well, the, he said, if you if you say anything, I got I got guys in Chicago, I'll just make a call and then you'll be dead <laughs> and fucking 17 year old kid what are you thinking you know what I'm saying yeah right. oh, fuck I could die so he never said that's why he gets life. away with this bullshit he's got fucking guys in Chicago so <laughs> that dude could have very well been like the second dude that he killed but fuck he like held himself off from doing it somehow fuck man but obviously you know that see that's how you know he's ashamed of it <sighs> Tried. Maybe he the, tried. Maybe he. Yeah. Maybe maybe one time he fucking was able to be ashamed of it and fight it off. But it sounds to me like he just embraced that shit and was like, after nah. that, yeah, I just God, leaned blue, into it. Didn't the he? The blue balls hurt too bad, man. God, God damn. Nope. Christ. 
Nope. So he never got a chance nope. to perform the uh, handcuff trick <laughs> on that young man or the rope trick on that young man. But 33 other young men. Name. I can't remember that guy's name, what, is, what it was. But. Uh, it's, but he had a very, that story was fucking incredible. And I heard that. I was like, Jesus, man. I do feel bad for the one guy, though, because his buddy basically fucking let his buddy go on after he kicked the shit out of fucking Gacy for fucking trying to. Yeah. He like, basically was like. Let his buddy still go on over there yeah, and party. Yeah, still spend the night and shit. And then he disappeared, and then Gacy kept the dude's car, a sweet-ass sports car. Well, he probably didn't think that and, he was going to murder. Like, even and, the guy that beat his ass didn't think that John Wayne Gacy's a murderer. Um, no, but that right. dude, like, just straight disappeared off the map, and Gacy kept his car, like a sweet-ass well, sports car. Well, no, he <laughs> sold it to him. And Come then, on now. And then, he, and then he was just like, ah, I fucking just left it. He didn't want it anymore. Like, and, what? You know, what? during the research and um, the background, all this, these incidences, I get a lot of everybody weird, like, here at this table has probably had that same or yeah. an incident similar happen to them in effect that you are palling around with your buddies and then somebody takes it a little bit too far. I've never had any of my buddies try to put their dick in my no. mouth. But nothing like, well, you know, like <laughs> wrestling to the point, right? People get, but I guess if he did, people have gotten in fights before when we've been wrestling around and shit got actually mean and people ended up like, sure, I guess into real fights. Yeah. But I've never had anybody pull a knife. I'm like, I just see it out tough. Yeah, you guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back in the day, I'm sure you could get away with that a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like, like you're just a sick I'm fucking great son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's I get angry sometimes. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> you just get into a situation where you don't realize you're you're fucked before it's too late, and you're handcuffed <clears throat> to a fucking. You sometimes know. it's yeah. So like I can just tell you right now that if I was a, if I had gotten if I had my path crossed with John Wayne Gacy, I would have been under that fucking crawl space too. You think so? <laughs> well, oh, absolutely. He didn't know. Nobody knew. He seemed absolutely. like a fucking great guy. You know what I mean on the on the outside, fucking the colonel. Just a guy. Hey, he's a fucking guy. He's a you know he knows a bunch of shit. He's so gonna show the, me some stuff. And all then the it, pictures he's hugged up with everybody smiling. He's, he's fucking, gonna give me a sweet job. And he's gonna pay me fuck up five dollars an hour. Fucking, he's the cook for the barbecue at the fucking weekly. Fucking yeah, but he does his own physicals. What's the fuck's that about? He does. All, <laughs> he loves the. He, he, he's the he's the clown and all the parades and shit. Pogo the clown and all the yeah. parades and shit. Yeah. And everybody hey. loves him. All we need you to do is turn your head to the left and cough. Right. And then back then... Why you got your dick out? <laughs> well, I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> the mentality, like we said last week, or, or yeah, last week, was th- different back then. Like, if, if you went to the preacher with, with a problem, and the preacher was like, well, fucking, you gotta listen to what your dad says, fucking... Dumbass. Yeah, well, fucking, you're getting beat up by your dad all the time because fucking preacher man, fucking. Well, if you would listen to your dad, your dad wouldn't whoop your ass so much. You go to the cops, it was probably, unless you had black eyes and shit or, you know, you're bloodied, it was probably pretty much the same thing. You probably uh-huh. did something to piss your dad off, son, go home. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you learn your lesson? It was hard life, man. For, yeah. for no other reason than just so, people well, want to be asked. A lot of these kids more had broken homes then. and shit, though, too. Yeah. And like, a, yeah. a big thing, too, back then was there were so many runaways that they didn't give a shit about runaways. Well, and they a had no way to like They still don't in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, a lot of that stuff on that on that documentary was it was, you know, cops would just be like, ah, a lot of young boys run away. They'll be back in three or four days. No big deal. Right. And they said, do you think it's the what? cops doing that, or do you think that they it's, were like actually runaways and broken homes? I think there were both. so. I think there it's were so many of them that cops the cops just different. eventually were like, "Fuck it, we're tired of dealing with it." So we, yeah, you know, we don't have yeah. enough manpower, and it was the seventies. They're just indifferent to those things that they can't 
solve or deal with immediately, right? Too, yeah. yeah, there's think about technology now versus then trying to solve yeah. a fucking a mystery. Oh, they fucking come back all the time. They'll be back. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how they're solving all these mysteries now. They couldn't solve in the 70s because mm-hmm. we got the technology now that they can. I don't know how they're doing it, but somehow they still came. Solving. They I mean, came back like five years later when they dug immensely. up the house. Well, just pictures. And <laughs> they stuff can like narrow it down to like your one in ten in the world. <laughs> Which, it's just with yeah. pictures and things like that. It's amazing how they can go back to 1961 and solve a murder and arrest some dude who's like fucking 85 DNA now. You know I mean? material dog yeah, yeah that too DNA but somehow they, sometimes they can go back to crime scenes with just pictures and still figure it but out but it's also you know exonerated I mean? people that have been like wrongly convicted yeah, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. some dudes have been spent like 30 years that should have never yeah. been there. Now their life is completely fucked because the state didn't even try. A few people yeah. on death yeah. row, yeah. And so. then they go back to prison for some of them do for yeah. pissing off for, the county. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about something different, but yeah, that well, guy might be that's a good guilty for, for some part though. Casey's yeah. Gacy's first known murder happened on January 3rd, 1972. Uh, his second murder was committed around January 74. So he had this two-year yeah. cooling-off period where he's just like, okay, that fucking where happened. just crying at the end of the guy's beds, beating off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking pointing knives yeah. at people's necks and just yeah. uh Well, maybe for not, the next two years, he was still having sex with guys. Well, he, he was crew. What, they, what was the place that he cruised all the time to? Uh, uh, he would cruise. Um, he would cruise. That's a weird oh. name. Oh, I just seen the it. Ridge or something, or <laughs> that's right up fucking road, but oh, what was it? Bart? <laughs> <laughs> I just read it. I Who just told you you read it. My wife, John Wayne Gacy, <laughs> uh, did actually <laughs> told me I could fuck his wife. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he was. It was very weird. He wasn't going to, but you could. He's, yeah, he was he fine. He's got some guys in Chicago. <laughs> He's gonna send my way <laughs> and break my fucking kneecaps. I don't fuck his wife. Um. I don't. I don't know. I, but I know you're right because it, it was. It's a very specific <clears throat> place that he would go, like downtown well, it Chicago. Like, yeah, it was known for Bughouse Square. Bughouse Square. That's what it it's is. Homosexuals. You just got to remember. It's, but you just go on in, make yourself comfortable. You know, get something to eat, get something to drink, watch my TV, fuck my wife. You know, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to <laughs> do. Just move in, fuck my wife. So <laughs> he, yeah, would go to the. Greyhound bus station, Bughouse Square, um, or just pick him up off the street, like I said, as a police officer or pretending to be a, 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 res- a research scientist for the government studying homosexual activity. <laughs> and I just need you to put your <laughs> cock in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, 50, yeah. <laughs> 50 bucks and I'm going to put something somewhere. So, like I said, the, sixth, the second murder happened <laughs> around January 74. That, that victim remained still unidentified. Um, he was strangled and placed in Gacy's closet before burial. Gacy later stated that the body fluids leaked out of the victim's mouth and nose, staining his carpet. So what did he do? He, instead of stop killing people, he just started to plug their fucking... He just started to gag them with socks and underwear. <laughs> he uh, regularly stuffed they rags. They totally choked themselves to death. Though. Yeah, their own yeah. underwear. I mean, is it murder if they put the sock in the mouth themselves? Come on. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the crime? I'm just running a cemetery without a license. <laughs> right. Yeah. John Butkovich, 18-year-old PDM employee, disappeared on July 31st, 1975. This would be Casey's fourth murder. Um, his car was later found abandoned with his jacket and wallet inside and the keys car. still in the ignition. Um, the day before his disappearance, Butkovich uh, had confronted Gacy over outstanding back pay. Um, Butkovich's father called Gacy, who claimed he was happy to help search for his son, but was sorry that Butkovich had, quote, run away. 
When questioned by police, Gacy said Butkovich had Butkovich and two friends had arrived at his house demanding their overdue pay. But then they reached a compromise, and they all three left. One of them was the dude that beat the shit out of them before. He talked about yeah. the documentary. Really? How they, yeah, he talked about in the documentary how they were over there drinking and playing pool with him or whatever, and the rest of them decided to leave a little bit earlier, and Robin him stayed and were playing the game when they left. Like, all right, boys, here's the compromise. I'm going to fucking kill you, and we'll be done. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't think that your boss is going to fucking murk you out like that. How many right? times did he probably work with that dude alone and not ever like get killed? four years at this point or something? Yeah. He... Over the following three years, Butkovich's parents um, called police more than 100 different times, urging them to investigate Gacy further, um, but were not engaged with that, I guess. And the thing is, Uh, Gacy probably didn't even really want to kill him. He probably just pissed him off by fucking, you know, talking shit about getting paid or whatever. And Gacy was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to kill this motherfucker. Well, that's the little, that's the little uh, permissions that he gives himself. he worked with that, right? For that long and never tried. (laughs) the little permissions. Like, well, they were trying to pull one over on me or he was going to fucking, he's tried to, trying to rob me or he's going to fucking, you know, that's what he, that's what (laughs) how he justifies it. Yeah, yeah, it was me or him, and he was fucking upset. He had three other guys with him, but I found him again, and I killed him, so it's all fine. Gacy later (laughs) admitted to encountering Butkovich, exiting his car, waving to attract his attention. Um, According to Gacy, Butkovich approached him, stating, I want to talk to you. Gacy invited Butkovich to his car, then they invited him back to his home, um, talking about over over wages again. Gacy offered him a drink and conned him into allowing his wrist to be cuffed behind his back. Nope. <laughs> and, then he, and then he showed him where the wild goose goes. I guarantee he put a gun to his head and said, fucking, you're going to do this shit. They're right arguing now. about money, and the motherfucker who's owed the money ends up in handcuffs unless he was like, back. Unless he was like, I'll tell you what, if you get out of this fucking handcuff, Double the nothing. I'll give you the money that I owe. And yeah, he was like, yeah. fuck it, give me the handcuffs, John. <laughs> Double then, or nothing. And then he had him and was like, fuck it, gotcha. Gacy later confessed to having, quote, sat on the kid's chest for a while. Now, now why would you this? take 400 right oh, now? When shit, if you could already, escape from these cuffs, I could give you 800 tomorrow. <laughs> shit, we already, we already know what happens. He just said he sat on his chest. It was like in uh, Billy Madison. He was supposed to pinch my leg when he ran out of hair. <laughs> he didn't pinch my leg. Yeah, he was supposed to say something. That's some wild shit. Uh, plus dude sat on his this chest. is why you really, really need to. It's a revolting to, blob. You need a very specific safe word <laughs> if you're ever going to be. <laughs> <laughs> his safe word was. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, he stowed Butkovich's body in the garage, intending to bury the body in the claw crawl space later. Is that, is that the one where. Uh, his wife and then pulled into the garage when, when it his happened. wife and stepdaughters yep. returned home earlier than expected, Gacy buried Butkovich under the concrete floor of the tool room extension in his garage and an empty space where he had intended to dig a, dig a drain tile. So. Fucked up. The, dude that, the same dude that I was ta- talking about earlier that beat the shit out of him on that documentary said he a few days after he the concrete had sealed or whatever, he was with him over at his house and was working on the floor and noticed the concrete was fixed. And he was like, well, you know, why'd you do that? There was nothing wrong with that over there. Why'd you fix that or whatever? And he said he never really had an inter- like a excuse for why he did it. And he was like, the whole time I was like standing on top of my friend's dead body and didn't even know it. Fucked up, it's dude. Fucked up, right? fucked up, dude. Mm-hmm. And then you question the guy specifically about where... Well, okay. he said just no nondescript, or... like not even thinking about. I was practicing finishes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Know. You know, I just got to be doing. Like, eh, about it and fucking went on. 
Because uh, he killed a motherfucker and buried him under there. By the way, he's got your friend's car. But don't no, he just left. He left it. He didn't want it. Yeah. 1975 he, ended up being John Wayne's Gacy's, like, year of years. This is where he... Um, <laughs> year of year. He, he gets he was living his best life. He's living his best life. He gets his business is growing. He... Um, he divorces his wife um they he just goes now he's on his cruising years this is where he goes cruising and picks up all these um young men and um this is where he committed most of the murders he doesn't have to worry about a wife and kids at home anymore you know hey we can watch more stag films now we don't gotta go to the garage we can go to the tiki bar (laughs) tiki bar in the basement yeah fucking yeah didn't they have a bar in his kitchen or something there though like there was a not yeah there uh, he had a tiki bar but I don't know what he had in, in the tiki area. Love to sing it. I, I thought, thought it was between the kitchen and the dining Springer. room or something. Want to play something? Uh, <laughs> Gacy remained uh, gregarious and civic-minded. He was always there to well as a uh, de- what was it, a Democratic precinct captain or something. He was the go-to guy for the neighborhood. He would always like. Bring them like their Remember to register the baskets. Vote. Welcome. You got you to vote Democrat, you know, and all this shit. And yeah. then you, you know, he's like shoveling driveways and all this other shit, being real neighborly, right? What do you think type of music uh, Gacy listened to was? If he, if it would have happened in the nineties, like he was totally in death metal. You think he was wild <laughs> stallions? That's what he listened do you to. Think, or do you think you think he was more like a like a Rat Pack type of guy? I think he was listening. I did it my I, I, way. Oh, we all know. Yeah. Country no, he it, as he was, fuck. He was, nah, no, he was playing guy. some he weird wanted, ass music while he was nah, fucking. Nah, he was just super early. May the West Coast reign forever. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He might yeah. have said that shit. West Side you know, of Chicago. If he, <laughs> if he did listen to Wild Stallions, Bill and Ted would have ended up underneath that fucking house too. Hank oh. Williams the first. You think he was playing he... some weird ass music while he was killing people and sitting on their chest? And Hank shit? Williams the first. I almost guarantee it. I was thinking like <laughs> probably like Tiny Tim or some shit. Tip to it would have been the seventies and eighties. So that's some weird shit. Listen to like Cher and shit like that. I bet. Several neighbors started to notice some behavioral changes. House. And after his after his divorce in seventy six, he his wife or neighbors started noticing behavioral changes in nineteen. 76 after their divorce, including seeing him keeping company with young males. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was just with young guys all the time. Um, hearing his car arrive or depart early in the morning, seeing lights in the home switch on and off in the early hours. Which, you know, who's up watching my fucking house knowing that the lights are on and off at, at three fucking o'clock 3 o'clock in the morning? morning. Mind your fucking business, Marsha. Not me. I'm still fucking asleep. Well, some old motherfucker that's up at four in the morning. <laughs> I think that's why I just keep my lights on You're all the time. You're naughty. One neighbor later recalled that uh, for several years, muffled, high-pitched screaming, shouting, and crying had been repeatedly had repeatedly awakened her and her son in the early mornings. Yes, and you don't call the cops. And you don't say anything to anybody. She, she probably knew hey, those fucking guys. And was the, I'm was, sorry, oh, and the just, film got a little loud last just, night. Just, just boys being boys. <laughs> I just don't want. I don't want to tell my son that these just a, these neighbors are fucking each other over there. Just an off-location porn site. It's okay. It's all right. It's non-sanctioned <laughs> pornography. <laughs> oh my! Uh, yeah, my true classic never goes out of style. <laughs> oh, that sounded like John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> it's Chucky. It's kind of. Oh, oh wow. I mean, they kind of. I mean, they contour. They both kill people. Uh, I, well, who's actually, the killer's name? Maybe not in the same way. Chucky and John Wayne Gacy. It's close. 
it was Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee yeah. Ray. Yeah. And so it his name was Ch- based off of like three different ser- serial killers. And I'm pretty sure it was Chicago. It was in Chicago. Chicago is like Upper Illinois has got so many of those movies. It's because people think they're safe in the Midwest. Nothing oh, can happen in the Midwest. Not. We're right in the middle of the fucking map. We're fucking fighting. We're safest right here. No, no. Nah, we get the serial crazies. killers. Not really. Homegrown. We get a oh, we get meth heads. I mean, that's yeah. where the meth's at. Yeah, <laughs> it's sure. a real good stuff down Candy here. Candyman, bro. <laughs> nineteen seventy six to nineteen seventy eight was the years where Gacy spent most of his time cruising and murdering. Until December eleventh, nineteen seventy eight, Gacy um, visited the Nissan pharmacy in De Plain to discuss a potential remodeling deal with the store owner. If you remember last episode, Gacy had got some sort of contract with another company where he did exclusive uh, contract work on pharmacies, and he had specifically um, requested his parole officer to allow him to work at night because of just because of that. He has to work at night because yeah. he does these pharmacies at night, right? So he's working at night, and he's doing these pharmacies, and he goes to this one to check it out and meets with the owner. They're walking around the store checking it out. Um, within the earshot of 15-year-old uh, part-time employee Robert Peast, um, Gacy mentioned his firm often hired teenage boys at a starging wage of $5 an hour, almost double the pay Pice was earning at the pharmacy. Can someone look up what $5 an hour is now? Nope. 1976? Yeah. 78. 78. Uh, shortly after Gacy left, Pice's mother arrived at the store to drive her son home so they could celebrate her birthday together. Um, Pice then asked his mom, say, hey, wait. Uh, I got a contractor who wants to talk to me about a job. He's going to pay $5 an hour. I need to go talk with this guy. I'll be right back. He left the store at 9, promising to return. Um, Pice was murdered shortly after 10 p.m. at Gacy's home. Uh, Gacy later stated that at his house, he gave Pice a soft drink before asking whether there was anything that, quote, he wouldn't do for the right price. If you were paid $5 in 1978, today you'd be getting paid $23.60 an hour. Well, fuck. To hang out with this fucking clown. So okay. that's pretty, that's pretty good fucking pay for someone nope. who's sixteen, seventeen years old when you're yeah, uh, yeah nineteen seventy eight. So. You know what I mean? And think about how cheap shit was. And I've seen signs where you could get a steak dinner for a buck twenty five, shit like that. <laughs> Gas was like fucking fifty cents a gallon, maybe cheaper than that in the seventies. I don't know for sure. Well, it depends. So if you're getting paid five dollars an hour, you're driving around. Probably you got, you're able to buy yourself a nice ass car because I know he, cars you could buy out of magazines for like seven hundred and fifty bucks back he then. He was like saving, nice cars. He was saving up for a Jeep. <laughs> he wanted a Jeep, and that was what he told told Gacy. And Gacy's like, you know, the extra three dollars might just be the, exactly what you need. To Uncle get Tim your, got that Chevelle out of a magazine. Nineteen seventy eight, I believe. And he saved up money to fucking from like mowing lawns and working for like a year straight to just pay insane for that. shit. Like what the fuck? That shit ain't there's no Can't way that, that happened. Nowadays. No fucking way. Can't do that nowadays. It was like maybe joke. I think he might have bought it for like Maybe nine hundred and fifty bucks. Out of yeah, I saved up. I saved up no, all the pennies I found days. on the sidewalk, and today, I bought me a fucking Chevelle. Today, that Chevelle that he has, <laughs> nice. from from what I did understand at one time, I'm not sure now. There was only three other ones like it in Illinois, and um, I'm not You're sure what liar. it's worth now. But <laughs> before, it was worth a ridiculous amount of money. It's like a 1978 Chevelle. It's real, real. It's got like a still has a AM radio in it, no air conditioning. The windows are still roll up and down on it. it has a 
um, the whip thing on the front of it underneath the hood, like the big yeah. whip thing. He still has the original tires for it. He doesn't have them on the car anymore, but he still has them. Uh, I mean, it's basically sat in a garage. Like, he, he drove it in the 80s a little bit, and then once he got another vehicle, he sat, he takes it to car shows, and other than that, it just chills. Now that he's talking about cars and auto trader, all I can think of is fucking Joe Dirt being down in the goddamn hole. Do you bring the new just, auto trader? All right, I put on the lotion. Didn't mean to go left with this or nothing because got off on the car. Yes, yes, it does what it's told. You know the dog's freaky, right? <laughs> it's a beautiful car, but everybody I've heard that had to like take road trips and it hated it because there's no AC. <laughs> Back windows didn't roll down. It's just two door. So leather seats. I got to drive it once. It's nice. Hmm. So Gacy asked Robert if he wouldn't. Is there anything you wouldn't do for the right price? So which price? Priced. To which Heist replied that he did not mind working hard. In fact, um, his res- in response, Gacy stated that, quote, good money could be earned hustling or, you know, pouring yourself out. Heist was dismissive. Then Gacy duped Heist into donning his handcuffs. And subsequent statements regarding the events varied. But uh, one of his initial statements, Gacy claimed that Heist failed to resist and he, as he removed the boy's trousers. He also stated that he placed the rope around Heist's neck and the boy was, quote, crying and scared, and Gacy admitted to having received a phone call from business acquaintance as Peace lay dying. And he came back, motherfucker choked whatever. himself to death. Yep. I'm fucking having a panic attack being choked, tied up. <laughs> Hello? Nope. I told you I'd have the I'd have the two by fares there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Plus, that dude probably had a stuffed sock, you know, his underwear, oh. a sock or something jammed on his throat he decided not to tell people about, or I seen on the Gacy tapes he had a dildo that was like probably twelve inches long. Fucking wow. Maybe that was crammed down the It was like throat. a it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's forearm. It showed the evidence that they found up in the house or whatever, and it was like a giant-ass revolver, a fucking humongous fucking dildo. <laughs> Dude, it was huge. He loves the cop. And fucking <laughs> uh, handcuffs and fucking rope and all kinds of other weird shit, but hey, it was like all... You weren't the one that had your nasty fucking sock that you wore all day, you were playing football in, shoved down your throat, <laughs> and, 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 and raped under the table. No. But he totally had a kit. Some guys was, are like, into that. He totally had a go-to Play kit. Play sticks. Like downstairs, like handy, <laughs> Like probably right underneath the bar. Oh my god! Fuck, dude. And can, you know, I, can I make us some drinks? No, I make the drinks. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck you, John. When Fuck Pice em. failed to return, his family filed a missing person report because they were all waiting at home with a birthday cake for Ma. Ma was having her birthday party. We were waiting for Rob to get home so we could blow the candles out, but Rob never came. <sighs> So they filed a missing person's report with the De- De Plains police, and finally they got, Gacy just finally got the wrong kid. And for whatever reason, they decided to really push this because they, I, I don't know, Robert Wait. Pice was, a, I guess, an upper-class child. I don't know if they thought that this was... I think it coincided with a fucking mental breakdown at the same time, though. Like, like he was just teetering on the edge, and like those cops... Like, he just happened to be the last person this kid that they wanted to look into been with well, and he's like oh fuck fuck well, I'm there's, copy. there's a girl in this documentary and she said he had she had some film developed that day and she had a receipt and she tore the receipt off and she threw it in the trash but she and she had that dude's coat on for some reason I don't know they knew each other he came in there and she was cold and he was shopping and she snatched his coat from him and was wearing it so shot while she was getting this film developed she had a receipt on the top of it with numbers on it she tore it off and threw it in the trash and then she said, I went to walk away and I stopped and I came back and I picked that receipt up out of the trash. And she goes, and I put it in my in, in the pocket of the coat. And she goes, I don't know why I did it to this day, but she goes, for some reason I did it. 
uh, and then when the cops were in his house looking through his shit, they were going through his trash and they found a piece of paper that what came off of the top. It was? No, it's just a number. It's like a receipt number on top of a yeah. on top of a little piece of like a piece of tearaway like a, paper. It was a photo. It was a photograph receipt. And they photos. went back and the her piece of it and that and like somehow they photographed like the way the tears on it were or whatever and pieced together that that was they that were able to ru- that, yeah. that so that dude's coat was in his house so they knew that guy was in his house some, somewhere you hmm. were connect you it, you were the last person to know where this man was and when the pressure was put on him i guess you're you're probably right he started to kind of break a little bit they they brought they they arrived at his house and the the, the the arrival at the house was weird because he tried to like they like came in and drank beer with him. Right? Yeah, he, well, well, they've been. They, what they did was they they didn't want to spook him because they were scared he'd run. So what they did was the first like couple weeks they were following him. They went right up to his house and knocked on the door, and he answered the door, and they said, "Hey, we're so and so. We're with. Well, is it the FBI or just the local? I don't know who was watching. The they state said, police, right? we're going to be following you for a while." So then they said he kind of took that just shit. Just giving you a heads up. I know you're a man about town and everything. Yeah. Just to let you know. We're, we've heard we some shit. We want you to come We're down and make a you. statement. The office. Yeah. And you need to come down and make a statement. He's like, my uncle just died. Don't you have any respect for the dead? This officer's like, don't you have any respect for the dead? My uncle just yeah. died. I'm going to sit and hang out. I'll be down there when I get down there, he says to the cops. And the cops just, Okay. But they put a they put someone to case the residence. No one cop doesn't leave. They well, get him tied go up. And to then the police station. He did, but he ended up calling a, 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 an employee of his to come to the house and then take his van. Took the van. The police then tail that van with the employee in it. John goes off and does whatever. Fast forward hours, hours later, three o'clock in the morning, he comes stumbling into the police station, covered in mud. The car's covered in mud. And asking to talk to the detectives and the detectives like, well, the cops are like, well, they left fucking hours ago because they don't come in at three o'clock in the morning unless something happened. So I was there, but no one wanted to talk to me. Three o'clock in the morning, John, you fucking drunk. So I mean, it is a good idea, though. Yeah. Yeah, I tried I mean, to cut the Nowadays, nowadays they would probably call the investigator and they'd get out of bed. But back then, they wouldn't call no investigator at home at 3 a.m. Like, well, well, they had, had a guy down here that said you wanted to talk to him. Only, so, assuming the cop was home. Didn't Those they, guys yeah, drank themselves stupid. That too, that too. What Wasn't a... Uh, uh, I just think back then there was a courtesy. Like, after midnight, we don't call people and make them come back. <laughs> and honestly, like, to God, there was... I, yeah, Back I mean, then, it was different. But, like, how trusting people were of each other back then, you know what I mean? I'm sure you can take my kids. I don't give a shit. Bring them back next week. <laughs> Cell phones probably did change that more than... And then know. shit, kids started disappearing didn't, and fucking... So didn't that first stop at his house, though, like the cop had used the bathroom, or is that... Well, they that, that was the second stop. Yeah. Okay, they knew that he he knew they were following him around. And he was starting to be super friendly with them and fucking right. started. Like, like, you guys want to come in and have dinner? And you want to have a beer? They'd invite him to fucking the restaurant, and have dinner with them at the restaurant, yeah. that type of shit. One of those nights after when they're being all buddy buddy, the cops are tailing him. He's being buddy buddy. He invites him in one night. Then one of the cops goes to the bathroom. And the, he kicks on in. and then starts to smell it. But this is already after they did. They already did one search warrant at this point. He's like such an arrogant prick. Yeah. That like, yeah. When, like, and interestingly enough, the, the first search warrant didn't find anything. But well, they the, found the the, the the one cop said he had been around dead bodies so much. You do the smell. Sure. So when, sure. The, when the air was coming through the vent, oh, he yeah, was yeah. like, Dude, there's dead body down here. Someplace. Well, the first search warrant turned up the dildo and all the other handcuffs and shit. So that's yeah, what they found wallet, that. Right. And then wallets and 
underwear and all these other little yeah. things, yeah. right? Trinkets that he keep. And then um, they didn't have anything they had, else, they really. Had licenses of some people. Yeah, yeah. So they're still kind of weird. Still tailing him. And then throughout this whole time, John is thinking he knows he's going down. So he's driving like fucking crazy everywhere. He goes up. He's like, like moving equipment in the middle of the night and shit. He's just moving, doing <laughs> stupid shit. He goes up to a, a convenience store, gives the clerk a bag of weed, and then the clerk turns around and gives it to the cop right behind Gacy. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, fuck it, we're busting him right now. Yeah, so they they take him in, for they bust him for, for a bag of weed. That's we're not going to keep Gacy him on the street busted, no more. Was a thirty bag of weed. All he had to do it, was get his gas and move on. Instead, he freaked out. It didn't fucking, get, it didn't get legal right behind him. It didn't get legalized in Illinois for like another six. And tried years. to pass the weed off. <laughs> Like, fuck it, we'll just bust yeah. him for fucking marijuana. Yeah, so they pinched him for that. And Motherfucker then, um, got busted over a thirty bag, not even for killing nobody. Yeah, he might have got away with it for like he might have had a chance to run. I bet at least Didn't maybe he, he's still left custody after that though, huh? I mean, either way, they would have came back with a search warrant and probably would have arrested him on site once they started going into his house. But had they not got fuck him up. for that thirty bag right then, it would have gave him a small. Window I thought to he run. went into his lawyer's office and confessed. Yes, but he went into Sam Amarante's office and confessed. He got drunk and confessed, and then claimed that he blacked out and didn't fucking say anything at first. Um, and then his lawyer smartly gets a psychiatrist to examine him, and then but Gacy runs off and not doesn't do it. Um, but. As they, the cops find they're in they're in the bathroom. The smell happens. Then they get the second search warrant. They go and now they're looking around. And then they have somebody go into the crawl space for the second time. And then they start digging in the second time. And then they find him and say, "Charge him." The investigator didn't dig very far and found. He said it wasn't Rob Peace, but it was a decomposed body that had not been there for very long. He didn't bury it very far underneath the ground. So basically he didn't take the time to, he probably got lazy. getting sloppy. Yeah. Got away with it 33 times. That's a lot of work. And didn't bury it far enough in the ground. He goes, uh, and what he, what the funny, or not funny thing, but the weird thing the investigator said was, he said back then he goes, you know, we didn't know what we know today about dead bodies and all that stuff. He's like, so we were all just down there with jeans and t-shirts on working the whole entire time. So they were just down there sucking in all that fucking disgusting and I no I don't want to claim to I don't know if you guys have ever smelled anything like that before I mean dead animals but I don't know how close that is to an actual dead body like it's pretty close like when Um, a deer comes out in the wood and the whole road stink for like a week I mean it's yeah or just if you come across a carcass out and that's dead rabbit or something that stinks like all the high heaven yeah, it's probably that, that, but contained because it's in a room. It's probably more odd, sour, I would imagine. It's an oddly sweet. I don't know how you'd get that smell out of any type of room, to be honest with you. And just for everybody else who knows, who doesn't know, that's listening, I'm not just some fucking weird guy who likes to smell dead bodies. I actually, I'm a paramedic, and I've picked up a ton you, of dead bodies in my career. Yeah, you won't, you won't forget the smell if you smell it once. No. And my very first intro, my, my intro to EMS was a two-week-old a person that had been dead for two weeks and I had to deal with that and I was I like, couldn't imagine it inside of some place injection yeah that was my clinical first clinical that was my first call and I'm like uh, well fuck if I can handle that I think I'll be alright she's getting this bag oh you're good I don't want her no, to chew your uh, bag up bro oh yeah. it's your jacket no my, my one and only time uh, me and my boss went to go check on another employee who didn't show up for work and she would never have done that and she had like two or three days between a shift and passed, and he instantly, like we knocked on the door, nobody answered, so we at least checked the, she lived in an apartment, we checked the uh, 
doorknob is unlocked. We open the door and instantly you just hit that smell and he closed the door. He he was military, so he knows what, what it was and yeah, I got the big whiff and I'm like, Ooh He's like, Yeah, we're gonna call the coroner because yeah, that's why she didn't show up for work. Do mm. not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes Gates. I get him. Sometimes <laughs> that's a good show for Mark. <laughs> it's like me in golf. Oh my god! One good drive. You know I was dressed as. <laughs> you know I was. Dressed, you know I was dressed as him yesterday, right? He's stacking one. My wife, like Gacy, stacks nice. bodies. She gave you highest compliments for that. She's that was the funniest fucking <laughs> costume I'd seen all night. He looked cold as so, shit all night, though. I bet. Were you cold? Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Paper thin shirt and shorts. <laughs> Inside. But you costume. suffered for for the art, and I, we all appreciated you for it. <laughs> Actually, there's one guy that's like, you got to do the dance. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure my knee would, dis- I would dislocate my knee again. That ain't happening. <laughs> should do the mask next year. Ooh. Hey, yeah, yeah. Then you could have a costume yep. on a and, yellow have suit. A, and have a fucking mask and a suit. You don't have to worry about being cold. But if you're going to be the mask, be the one where he grows the fucking wolf face or whatever. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then you got to do the <laughs> dance. See when the dog when put on Cameron the mask. For the first time. You yeah. got to do the chicka boom dance, too. <laughs> Uh, so you were mentioning that uh, he confessed to his lawyer, which yeah. ha- that happened on December 20th. December 19th is when they started to compile evidence for the second search warrant. So he is, you know, running around doing all this crazy shit, saying his goodbyes to people. They're going to fucking kill me. These guys, the cops got me. They're going to, I'm fucking going away for years. I killed a bunch of kids, man. And he's just acting fucking crazy. While he's doing this, the cops are getting the search warrant done. And then he gets drunk and then goes to his, 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 his uh, his lawyer, um, which I guess was Sam Amarante's first client. Quite be fucked up. <laughs> but if you got, you know I me, mean? if you won that case, you'd be the most famous lawyer <laughs> in the whole entire fucking world. <laughs> Those cases are, are um, you'd have to have Johnny Cocker. A win for Chewbacca that case defense. would be John Johnny Cocker locked up in a mental institution for the rest of his life. That's yeah, the only that's win a, yeah. that could happen out of that, I would right. say. Can you see... Uh, OJ's lawyer. If the dildo does not fit, you must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, no, damn. you gotta go. You gotta go to the South Park uh, episode. This is Chewbacca. Chewbacca the Woogie. It, that's all it is. <laughs> you can't beat the game. You can't have the fame. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? I- I'm sure that <laughs> argument would work nowadays. I identify as a serial killer, so that's how you have to let me get away with it. (laughs) What do you mean you're going to jail for life? But I identify. Yeah, the juice was on the loose. (laughs) So um, some some investigators actually interviewed um, some employees um, uh, on December 20th to maybe see if Gacy had, you know, has done anything. They said they would question as to where he believed Gacy had concealed. Heights body. Rossi replied, Gacy may have hid the body in the crawl space. Rossi agreed to submit to a polygraph test, and he denied any involvement in Pice's disappearance or any knowledge of his whereabouts. But that leads to also, the, uh, there's some more evidence, I guess, that he might have acted with some accomplices. I think you mentioned that last time, maybe? Uh, well, the dead, like, so, I, I guess I don't quite understand the new dead body thing, because that's... You gotta, use to do, you gotta use two hands. I got it. I just didn't get down enough on it, and it survived. Oh, using accomplices to bury the bodies? Correct. So yeah, he got yeah, them yeah, to yeah. dig the can, dig well, the channels out or sure. whatever. Sure. Yeah, I guess that was the... But I think 
So I have did a new, you mean, uh, Did you mean specifically when he like actually accomplices last, to the murder? Last, the last episode, didn't you say that one of the dudes that he hung out with like ten years later was a serial killer in Chicago? Yeah, well, he, he was oh, a part yeah, of a yeah, killing yeah. group. Pure, yeah. he, well, he was part of the Chicago Rippers. Yeah, yeah. He ended up being a, a Chicago Ripper, which is another fucked up group of people. But um, but yeah, no. On on the twentieth, whatever he, demon was attached to Gacy got off on that dude. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to his lawyer's office, gets drunk. He asks for some whiskey. Sam gives him some Seagrams, and uh, he says he drank two cupfuls right out of the gate and starts talking about... Come on, um, man. You're a lawyer. You should have better shit than Seagrams. (laughs) (laughs) Where's your black label? But I guess... uh, Probably... He's just starting, so yeah. yeah. (laughs) He probably had a body he was saving for somebody worth it. (laughs) (laughs) He asked Gacy what he had to discuss with him, and then Gacy put a copy of the Daily Herald on his desk saying, you had something to tell me, now say it. Oh, wait, yeah. So he, he points to the, to the front page article covering the disappearance of the boy and says, this boy is dead. He's dead. He's in the river. This is, he had dumped Robert into the De Plains River off the bridge, which was the last four or five that he had done, right? He didn't tell them that it was that river, though. He just kind of described to them the area of the type of river, the type of bridge that it would be on. He didn't tell them exactly where. He just said, if I did it, it was in the water and it was on a bridge leading up to this one place. There's a couple McDonald's wrappers I threw over the bridge, too. It's interesting how he tells them. Mile marker 14. (laughs) Like, he tells it exactly on on the tapes or whatever, and it's real strange how he's like, if I was to gotten rid of his body. He's like, I might have. It's the mob talk, right? I don't know. If maybe it may I have kind of feel like fallen into the water. Let's just say, uh, maybe, maybe it's going by fast. He the didn't. fly was there. I swerved real hard. It may have fell in the river. I don't know. So Gacy gave this <laughs> rambling confession that ran into the early hours, and I and he recorded it, and that was what the John Wayne Gacy tapes were, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he began yeah, by just, saying he was the the judge, jury, and executioner of many. You're, you're, they many. Your uh, little puppy just went potty on the floor. Okay. Oh. Uh, basically, they said once he started singing, like he just started giving it all up. Basically, so I mean, he once he knew he was caught, like, but and then he, he just got in that vibe. Like, but, well, I think he realized he could get famous off of it too, and then he just rolled with it. He said he murdered at least 30 victims, most of whom he had buried in his crawl space, uh, and disposed of five other bodies in the Deplaine River. Um, Gacy dismissed his victims as male prostitutes, hustlers, and liars, uh, adding he sometimes <laughs> awoke to find dead, strangled kids with their hands cuffed behind their back. I don't know. I, she got out of hand last night. <laughs> I was well, going to go to this barbecue today, but did, now I got to fucking bury a kid. Gr- growing up, didn't he have blackout issues? Yeah. Uh, he got dropped on his head, right? Well, he or... would. He had cardiac issues, and his doctor said he would black out, and his doctor, his doctor said not to be active. That's why he was a fat, lazy kid, and his dad always made fun of him, said he was going to be grow up queer and not, not do nothing with your life. Whatever. <laughs> not giving it as an excuse, but I mean, funny he had a history of blacking out. He fucking could have killed him. Blacked sure. out, woke up the next morning, doesn't remember yeah. what he did. Well, I mean, I've blacked out drunk before and done, <laughs> done some things I wish I wouldn't. Not that, but. <laughs> so as yeah, but the bad part is half the time you don't remember what you did until somebody refreshes your memory and be like, "Oh fuck, I did do that, didn't oh, I?" Right? God, I did do that shit. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So he drinks all the Seagrams, and Gacy falls asleep midway through this confession, and then his lawyer gets a psychiatric appointment set up for him, and then gone. Gacy wakes up, and I can't think about this right now. I got things to do, and boom, 
He's off. He's gone somewhere else. He left to go somewhere else and attend more business. Um, he, Gacy recollected later on that the final day of freedom was, be, was, quote, hazy, adding he knew his arrest was inevitable and that he intended to visit his friends and say his farewells. And after leaving his lawyer's office, Gacy, Gacy then drives to the gas station where he handed a small bag of cannabis to the attendant, who immediately handed the bag to the surveillance officers, adding Gacy told him, uh, the end's coming for me. These guys are going to kill me. And he drove. Do you think that kid was pissed he had to give the weed over? You fucking know he was. He's like, God damn, the cops were right Fuck. there. Serious, dude. Just let me have two fingers. Just two. Dude, the cops. <laughs> hey, man, dude. I'm doing a solid here, man. Just give me a pinch. Call it part of the reward. Huh? You can take it out of the reward. <laughs> no one's gonna know. <laughs> I mean, it can't have been that much worth of weed. Like, yeah, I would have a hard and time. Back then, it would have been like ditch weed too. I would have had a hard time taking that if I was the police. Like here, <laughs> it was I probably did it. you did your motherfucking oregano in that bitch. <laughs> Take your fucking you shitty eighth. I'm about to make the biggest bust of my entire life. Goddamn <laughs> salad, yeah, no man. Shit. I'm about to spend the next that. six months in a hole. Gacy <laughs> drives to a fellow contractor's like house. Six months in the hole. Gets pissed. Visits Ronald Road, and Gacy's hugging on Road before bursting into tears. I've been a bad boy. I've killed thirty people. Take a few, give or take a few. <laughs> he left been. Road's house hey, to drove to Cram's house. He couldn't have been too bad. He had a special pin from the Secret Service when he got to meet Rosalind Carter. Oh, and that's so fun. Yeah. I mean, all that the the background searches that the Secret Service has to do to clear somebody. He managed to just made it through miss. the vet of the vetting of the Secret Service, which is uh, yeah. Um, so There's he some real good things about the vetting process, yeah. Especially back then, before nine eleven, everything was really kind of. They are showing up to his house with the warrant, and they show up and they find that Gacy had unplugged his sump pump. So now flooding the crawl space oh, with water. Yeah, I forgot about that. Replace the plug. And uh, re- and then turn the sump pump back on, waiting for it to drain. Water, man. Yeah. Wouldn't that cause the bodies to pop up from underneath the? I mean, for sure, it's going to shift them for sure. Yeah. So like, as they're excavating them and shit too, mm-hmm. and, and all. Evidence technician Daniel Genty then entered the twenty-eight by thirty-eight foot crawl space. Uh, crawled to the southwest corner, began digging. Within minutes, yeah. he uncovered the putrefied flesh and human arm bone. Um, Genty then. Genty, it's Genty. Then shouted to the investigators that they could charge Gacy with murder, adding, quote, I think this place is full of kids. Uh, police photographer <laughs> uncovered a patella in the northeast corner. Uh, the two then began digging the southeast corner, uncovering two lower leg bones. Um, and then, as you mentioned last week, it's they tore that fucking place apart. There's no other way. Like, really, it, there's no other way. It, it had to have been torn up and torn down. You know, they went through the walls. They said on the documentary that they started pouring, pulling the full floorboards out in the kitchen first. To make it easier for the shit to go out, but then, then the they like, cut a big fucking hole in the side of the house to yep. get them outside or whatever. And then basically they said inside. after that, I think they there was the floor in the garage. There was a lot of di- like the, yeah, the yeah. house stayed standing for a while because there was a lot of dicking around about getting it torn down between like the government and like who, cleaned like, up I think or like something that. like that and then it, there was even more like there was supposed to be a house rebuilt in its place that looked exactly the same like it was that's what he said on the documentary the house is to be torn down and one that looked exactly the same was to be built in its place and then for whatever reason it took a real long time for the house to be rebuilt there or a house to be rebuilt there like just last year I think yeah so I don't but I think I think um, 
what did it say they found it was weird i was watching the news clippings and it was like one body one day two bodies the next day three bodies and it was like 16 bodies and then yeah. it was like they got a six more bodies and it was like they think they are down to the last bodies they found and then it was like th- five more bodies found and it was like holy they started shit getting efficient at it and then they started talking about he started talking about you know we got to search the waters and shit i probably made a paper about and how i don't excavate dead bodies at a crawl spaces did they ever actually I find that uh rob peace body did it ever well, say to the because he dumped him in the river but that right. found the body i mean victims how many people? and the victims in the crawl space were too decomposed to be piced um the bodies in the court in the northeast corner were on earth um they discovered the skull of a second victim alongside another body um it, they it doesn't say here at the moment um but he did he mentioned that he tossed Heist over the over into the water, but I don't know if they've ever found him. When the uh, cops came to his house the first time, he was in the attic. Peace was in his attic when the cops came the first time. Really? He fucking on the Gacy tapes. He says, uh, first time the cops came to my house, the little fucker was in my attic. Didn't know what the fuck to do with him." <laughs> oh my god! So I stuffed his ass in the attic, and the cops was just fucking sitting right below him. He said, "All I had to do was search the house that time." He's like, "I'd have been fucked that day, blown up." <laughs> it's like, gee, was. After being informed that the police had found human remains in his crawl space and that he would go, he would now face murder charges, Gacy told officers he wanted to clear the air. And in the early morning hours of December 22nd, and in the presence of his lawyers, Gacy provided a formal statement in which he confessed to murdering approximately 30 young males, all of whom he claimed to have. Uh, all of whom he claimed to have entered his house willingly. Some victims were referred to by name, but Gacy claimed not to know or remembered some of the names, most of the names. He claimed all were teenage male runaways or prostitutes, the more majority of them who had... Um, he remembered them because he kept all their fucking IDs. Well, yeah, yeah. Or some kind of trinket that had their you name on it. You or... murdering a motherfucker. Yeah, once I say he at least remembered all their faces for sure. Gacy claims to have dug only five of the graves in this location, and he had his employees. Yeah. Dig the remaining trenches so he could have quote graves available, which he mentioned to the police. Have you, uh, right? You guys ever seen Oz before? The TV show Oz. I, I've I told Dick to watch it before. It's the same dude who did Law and Order, but it's like about prison instead too of much cops. For me, there's a fair amount. There's some rape in it. Uh, first few seasons, they kind of kill it towards the end of the show, and there's just more shanks. Not but cool. um, so there's a dude in there who's on. They they like I don't know if it's the first season. I think it's the end of the first season. They and like kind of like bring you because they show you every wing in the prison. So they bring you like to death row side of the prison, and they have a dude in there who's supposed to be kind of like the BTK killer and John Wayne Gacy just a little bit. His character is. Um, and he talks about all the females that he strangled or whatever to get on death row. And he talks about how he remembers every single one of their names and every single one of their faces. And right as soon as they're getting ready to execute him, he starts admitting to like fucking all, it's like 63 other murders that he did. So yeah. then it stays his execution because he has to be tried for all these other murders or whatever. Uh, but it's just real, real interesting. And the, the conversation that he has with this other dude about how, I think he has it with a preacher actually. And he, it's exactly how he remembers like every person that he ever killed or whatever that he owns their souls and all this weird shit. And it's just something like some John Wayne Gacy type shit. When questioned specifically about Robert Pice, Gacy confessed to luring him into his house and strangling on strangling him on December 11th. He also admitting to having slept alongside Pice's body that evening before disposing of the corpse in the Duplain River in the early hours of December 13th. On his way to the police station, he had been in, he had been involved in a minor traffic accident. After disposing of the body, <laughs> his, victual, his vehicle had slid off on an ice covered road, and he had to be towed free. Hence the 
the the the the, the muddy mess uh, he showed up to oh, the police right. station at three o'clock in the morning. Jesus. So he goes. Yeah, that, that's when he was dumping the dude's body in the river, right? Yeah. And he was in like because he, he drives fast everywhere. He was doing like eighty in the snow back to Chicago and crashed his car off. And then they fucking then he had to dig it out to get back on the road. Doesn't everybody do eighty in the snow? <laughs> Especially, he, especially when you're time. going, especially when you're going one direction, and Clint's sliding the other direction. It's hippie kaye, motherfucker. Yeah, he <laughs> he was probably trying to get home because he knew the cops were looking for him, and he knew he had this worker or whatever take off in the van. So he was trying to just hurry, hurry, hurry. Gacy was driven to the I-55 bridge on December 23rd to pinpoint the precise spot where he had confessed to having thrown the body of Robert Pice and the four other victims into the river. Gacy was then taken to his house and instructed to mark his garage floor with orange spray paint, spray paint to show where he had buried the individual he supposedly killed in self-defense, whom he had named John Butkovich. You, you crossed the Deplaines River on 55? Not on 5580. Oh. To assist officers in their search, Gacy then drew a rough draw diagram to indicate where the bodies were buried. 26 bodies were unearthed from Gacy's crawl space over the next week. Three others were also unearthed elsewhere on his property. As the flooring and walls of the property were dismantled, additional evidence, including identification cards and other deviant sex books, were discovered. Thomas Utra, motherfucker. <sighs> Gacy was brought to trial on February 6, 1980, charged with 33 murders. He was tried in Cook County, Illinois, before Judge Louis Garoppo. Uh, jury was selected from Rockford because of the extensive press coverage in Cook County. So that's who wrote the book, right? Did, wasn't there five bodies that they were unable to identify the rest of them? They all were, I think they identified all of them except for five bodies or something like that. It said in the documentary. And then they yeah. exhumed them 20, a few years ago. charged with 26 of 33, right? I think so because some of them were like it was like four or five. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, seven, seven. Oh, we we we, but, we found and, and some like bodies, the, but we can't charge you for them because they don't know who the it. fuck they are. They got DNA. They got they're buried under your fucking house. <laughs> they got uh, they got DNA or different technology later on. I know, and they exhumed the bodies and did some other DNA testing. So like they're asking like I don't know if anybody in that area at that time like if they had any buddy disappear from their life like to step forward and give their dna so like it could be somebody's cousin or brother or some shit that disappeared in the 70s they might not even know about because their family might have died or whatever but they think most of them are transients that he picked up and fucking you know greyhound bus prostitutes stuff like that or prostitutes male prostitutes stuff like that or actual dudes who did run away from home and nobody cared to look for you know in his opening statement uh one of gacy's defense attorneys robert mata remarked Quote, the, ins the insanity defense had been looked upon as an escape, a defense of last resort. The defense of insanity is valid, and it's, only, and it's the only defense that we could use here because that's where the truth lies. Because if Gacy is normal, then our concept of normality is totally distorted. Presenting Gacy as this Jekyll and Hyde character, the defense then produced several psychi psychiatric experts who had claimed, who had examined Casey. Gacy. Casey? <laughs> Three psychiatric experts uh, at Gacy's trial testified that they found him to be a paranoid schizophrenic with multiple personality disorder. Prosecutors then presented the case that Gacy was sane and in full control of his actions, and they produced several witnesses to testify the, pre the premeditation of Gacy's actions and the efforts that he took to escape detection. Closing arguments on March 11th, final arguments by both prosecution and defense attorneys began. Yeah, five of them as of today are on. No one knows who they are. So they did find two of them, right? Yeah, yeah two. They, when they exhumed two of them, they, when they exhumed all seven of them, they found two people 
or whatever that had disappeared or whatever out of the, the new DNA testing. Oh. And then the rest of them, they still have no idea. Referring to Gacy as, quote, the worst of all murderers, Terry Sullivan stated that John Gacy has a, had accounted for more human de- devastation than many earthly catastrophes. I tremble when, I th- when thinking just how close he came to getting away with it all. The state had yeah, a... Can, I found a website you can go to if you want to submit DNA to see if it was any of your relatives that were killed by oh, John Wayne wow. Gacy. What's that website? I'm pretty uh, sure that statement's bullshit, figuring he... www.cookcountysheriff.gov. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty sure that last statement was bullshit, though. 33 people? There's motherfuckers on this earth that have killed millions. Sure. Uh, Gacy has accounted for more human devastation than many earthly catastrophes. So, like, saying, like, a tornado or something or a fire or an earthquake. But there's so many, like, there's so few people that have ever lived on this planet that have killed multiple people. Like, some people kill one on accident. So that's the most murderers out there. But, like, killing multiples past two I mean, or you're talking about, like, Hitler, but, like, John Gacy did, like, the dirty work. Looks like A and E did a documentary nah. about the Hitler uh, technically unidentified uh, victims of John Wayne Gacy. Like That's kind of what you're saying. He had some other people do it. Like obviously he was at fault, but the bad part is Hitler wasn't even the worst of them all. Okay, the jury deliberated for <laughs> one hour, one hour and fifty minutes. No, I know what you're saying. You're saying like Stalin, Pol Pot, and he is top three. 2011. Yeah, 2011 is when they reexamined the bodies and do this new DNA testing on them. Um, the okay. jury only deliberated for two hours before sending Gacy to death for each murder committed after the Illinois state statute on capital punishment came into effect on June 1977. So, he... That's when we got the death penalty back? Back, yes. And he ended up being, well, was planned on being the first execution what, what in the state. June? June, his execution uh, was set for June 2nd, 1980. All right. But he ended up we staying it, on death row for 14 years. And so yeah. Francis Wayne Alexander was the latest victim linked to the serial killer in 2021. Yeah, I thought something just happened. Um, there is somebody, the investigate, the current investigator, Jason Moran, had somebody said he would have bet his mortgage on because of the DNA uh, of Native American. But they were not correct with who it was. There's A&E show, apparently. That they did called uh, Finding uh, Gacy's Victim. Catching Gacy. Coming this fall on Annie. Gacy no, and transferred to Menard <laughs> Correctional Center where he remained on death row for 14 or years. Could be, or could have been Hoarders, Crawl Space Edition. Isolated. Keep a lot of them. Isolated in his prison cell, Gacy began to paint. I uh, drew inspiration from a wide range of sources for his artwork, depicting subjects as diverse as clowns, including himself as Pogo or Patches, uh, Jesus Christ, birds, skulls, his own home, John Dillinger, strangely enough. Uh-huh. Gacy's also died in Chicago. <laughs> has been displayed at expedis- expositions, exhibitions, and sold at auction. Like I said, there was one There's that a, went for twenty k. Oh yeah, did you? It's a uh, whole like. It's a I mean, hobby for people. It's like serial killer. Ma- there's a there's a I book. I mean, if I came across one, I probably would want to buy there's it. There's a book coming out called 29 Below about a guy called Jeff Rignall, who Gacy um, apparently chloroformed and raped and tortured and then dumped him in Chicago Park half naked and left him. He survived. Wow. That's because you can't fall for the trick. Hey, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> 
he uh, every time after every he's incarcerated. Oh, and, and on February fifteenth, as he's incarcerated in nineteen eighty three, Henry Brisbon, a fellow death row inmate known as the I fifty seven killer, stabbed Gacy in the arm with a sharpened wire. He received treatment in prison hospital. Whatever. Lucky. <laughs> there's a dude. Why? Called, there's a dude called Mickle Reed who lived with Gacy in the seventies. There's and Gacy ambushed him with a hammer. And when he asked him what he did, he said, I don't know what came over me, but he felt like he just wanted to kill him. Hmm. So I mean, he moved out. I mean, the Plains and, and Arlington Heights, they got issues. They had beef. Yeah. It says so he moved out. There's also a code in prison, man. You don't fuck with kids. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah. It said so he moved out after he tried to beat him to death with a hammer. And he said, don't know why. I just needed to felt like I needed to kill you. And it said so he moved out. Well, fuck wouldn't I? Would too. Yeah, I wouldn't stay there anymore. All right, I'll go. Shit. So after you, after Gacy gets incarcerated, he starts to read law books and starts filing different motions and appeals, and he ends up appealing um, all the way to the Supreme Court of Illinois, and then appealed to the Supreme Court of the United States, which was denied back on March fourth of eighty five. Um, so fast forward to May 9th, nineteen ninety four. The morning of May 9th, nineteen ninety four, Gacy was transferred to the Stateville Correctional Center to be executed. That afternoon, he was allowed a private picnic uh, on the prison grounds with his family for his last meal. Gacy ordered a bucket of KFC. The Colonel and this is my chicken. If I had to choose, I've always I love this 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 uh, this thought process. Like, what's your what's your last meal? This would be my last meal. A version of this would be probably my last meal. Some this big bucket of fried chicken and. A Coke. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> so he gets a bucket of KFC, a dozen fried shrimp, French fries, fresh strawberries, and a Diet Coke. Dude, I'd be going steak and lobster there yeah. is a, uh, with a, a side of buffalo wings. There's a dude who met him in the Fuck, 90s yeah. before he was um, before he was executed, and he I, says... I, I, I ate meals with Mark for like four straight days, and I'm pretty sure he ate buffalo wings. 75% of <laughs> damn. So you're just living that death row life every day then, huh? That last meal tomorrow, life. man. <laughs> Some, somebody well, with the last sorry, name... Sorry, I cut off client. Somebody with the last name Dart met Gacy in the 90s before he was... Um, before he was killed and he says Gacy was a pathological liar even when he would tell you a certain thing you were never confident it was the truth. Um, and then he goes on to say um, oh, this dude was a, a former state legislator and he met Gacy... Um, in the Menard Correctional Facility he was there. And he said he had a bizarre cell. It was like a cage, like in Silence of the Lambs. He was obstinate, nasty, uh, asking, who are you, and full of expletives. Then he also did the... <laughs> it's, it's, weird. Movie. it's weird that he had, like, his own cage in the middle of the prison to, like, you know what I mean, to yeah. himself or whatever. In the hours leading up to Gacy's execution, a crowd of uh, about 1,000 people gathered outside the correctional center. A vocal majority were in favor of the execution, although a small number of anti-death penalty protesters were, pre- were present. They found tons of fucking hotel and gas receipts from out state, so they think he killed way more than Well, we had people. talked about that on the last yeah. episode. He was always out of state, and, I mean, especially in the height of his, you know. He, he does talk about what the investigators, he's like, I got a job over here in this part yeah. of Illinois. I got a job in Iowa. I got a job back over here in Aurora. Yeah, how, you know how easy it would have been for him just to dump somebody in a job site and or, bury him? Or to kill people at fucking or, different or, yeah, or right. just locations because he's dump, in different states. Yeah, and just dump them. <laughs> Before the execution begins, the chemicals used to affect the execution solidified unexpectedly, <coughs> clogging the IV tube. Uh, the execution team replaced the clogged tube, and the execution resumed. 
the entire procedure took 18 minutes. Anesthesiologists blame the problem on the prison officials' inexperience at conducting an execution. This error apparently led to Illinois adopting an alternative model of lethal injection. Um, one prosecutor at Gacy's trial said he got a much easier death than any of his victims, which is a truer statement than I've ever heard. Right. right. Um, According to the published reports, Gacy was a diagnosed psychopath who did not express any remorse for his crimes. In his final statement before his execution, that uh, <coughs> was his final spoken words reported to be "Kiss my ass." <laughs> and then the next thing, nope, I'll have a coke. Didn't he? Didn't he believe that he'd been like saved by Jesus and shit like that by the time he was ready to go? Uh, he believed that he was kind of because uh, maybe it was just all done up for that TV show, the Dahmer show, but they had some inter- interview with him. Uh, wasn't it like a, supposedly whenever Dahmer had some surgery there, and Gacy did some interview, they showed like some fucking, uh, it was like some kind of blood moon was going on at the same time or some kind of weird shit was going on. And Gacy was talking about how uh, in, the, in the TV show how he had been saved by Jesus and he was a Christian now and all this other crazy shit. and Nothing like repenting on your deathbed. I don't know if it was real or not. I could have just made it up for the TV show. I don't know. You asked last episode if they did anything with his brain. Yes. After Gacy's death was confirmed at 12.58 a.m. on May 10th, 1994, his brain was removed. It is now in the possession of Helen Morrison, a witness for the defense at Gacy's trial who was interviewed, who has interviewed Gacy and other serial killers in an attempt to isolate common personality traits of violent sociopath. Well, if they got on some RoboCop shit, took his brain, put it in a robot monster, what? and it what? came back to life. For a and he was just going around fucking <laughs> straight cold killing the robot motherfucking people. You set me up. He, the, rest of, he, the rest of his body was cremated, and the brain still Burn. exists. Um, Be fucking crazy. It's I, like on this Robo Gacy's on the loose. Like on this chick's shelf. Probably yeah. in a fucking jar in a fucking cooler. I imagine. I'm reading. Keep it. I'm reading Helen's wiki article, and it says the focus of her research. Blah blah blah. She was a witness for the defense at John Wayne Gacy's trial. Uh, the jury re- rejected Gacy's insanity defense before and found him guilty after his execution. Gacy's brain was removed and is now in Morrison's possession. She just has it, so it might on just be shelf? sitting on a shelf. Like they gave it to her for further research, like or she, it's like. She's, she's got Walt Disney's dining room. She's got Walt nah. Disney's frozen head. Yeah. Wayne Gacy's you gotta, brain. You Come gotta, on, you got to preserve that at a certain Put temperature. Gacy it's got to be Placey every month. Every it's either day frozen or fucking. She's got it in some sort of like. Hi, John. Like tank with some sort of. Do you think uh, she has like googly eyes on it? <laughs> and she you talks just to keep it. That and shit. Shit. You can't just keep that water on a on a because it fucking get up getting Paint. fucking. Yeah, you can't like like It's got to be frozen. It's like paints like a clown mask on the glass. I don't know. It's got to be. I bet you. It's fucking frozen salt well, and like a formaldehyde. Suckling pigs. Every once in a while, dissect. she walks by. Every Halloween, we get Fuck. the Gacy brain out for the kids to see when they come get candy. <laughs> Everyone bobbing yeah. for apples. I don't know. Every oh, time yeah. a kid comes up and grabs a candy piece, his brain twitches a little bit. <laughs> How you guys cooling the beers for the party? We got this block of Gacy brain. <laughs> so frozen. So just like in RoboCop, she like actually has ice. his eyeballs still attached to it, so he's still looking at you. Fucking terrible. She's like, call everyone, say hi, cheese. Wow. Oh my god. Man, what a party favor. You guys want to nope. come over to my house what and see my case? I got hey, a fucking After thing party at Clint's house, he's got the Gacy brain. He's going to show it to everybody. <laughs> he's going to pull out the brain tonight. Look at that weird fold in this. be fucking. Uh, remember uh, uh, in 16 Candles, whenever fucking old boy's got the panties and he holds them up and everybody's like, oh my god, he got laid? That's what you do with the Gacy brain. Like everybody be over here and you just hold the Gacy brain up and everybody be like, holy shit, he really has it. Oh my god. Check it out. <laughs> Incredible. Far out, man. You got a Gacy brain. 
Well, that's John Wayne Gacy. We fucking did it. He's dead. What do you think would happen if you took the adrenaline gland out of that brain and drank some of that juice out of there? Oh, you'd be, you'd well, be, I need you. You think you get his memories? You'd be, you'd be fucking and killing instantaneously, bud. You like, what know. if like you like start seeing all like the death scenes and shit? What? Did, I think be, you'd live forever. Maybe you would. You'd never get to come again. You'd have to come. Fucking <laughs> you'd never kill get to boys. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? You'd have you, to stab somebody in the chest. Somehow, and fucking, you did that, and he took you over, and then fucking, he like Two fucking. at the same time, man. <laughs> 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 oh my god Well um, Thanks for hanging out with us This is episode uh, se- I don't even know I don't even seven. matter Seven 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 I'm only waiting seven minutes Part two Before you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times I'm out of here Well how about you <laughs> shut up over there little bitch Seven gates of hell right Yeah Seventh Fucking episode Damn, Damn, Probably went to hell Made it Haven't opened up now Seven Where's seals that? Seven gates <laughs> Yeah Seven Seven minute abs Seven stars of, On the seven points On the pentagram The devil The devil <laughs> Happy Halloween ah! So we're gonna um, We're gonna do aliens We're gonna do some Serial killer shit too uh, Some more espionage shit Probably coming up I wanna do some I, There's a I started reading A Rasputin book I wanna do oh, Rasputin dude. eventually he did Russian like weird ex- experiments uh, weird to people, didn't he? Thing all in itself. <laughs> didn't he do experiments to people do, and shit? Do we get to drink vodka that entire yeah, episode? That would be that's affirmative. Anastasia, dog. Well, the stinkiest, know, I mean, drunkest vodka. Killed Anastasia. Nobody knows what happened. Oh, oh they, they were getting, they were getting Nicola, man. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. They just disappeared. She, maybe they escaped. Nah, Nobody they knows. DNA testing and shit. They took them all out in the middle of nowhere and fucking shot them all in the face. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's nothing tricky. It's, the only reason people think like they tied Anastasia them up and still them. fucking exists is because like several crazy people have claimed to be her. You make her and sound like he's the island of Doctor Moreau or something. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for letting us push your interests beyond the ordinary. I don't know. That one was kind of lame. It was. It was fucking lame. There was another one I was trying. I don't fucking know. None of this shit works. You can just Such go with dicks. Butt. Bye. Bye. Well, when you try is when it doesn't work, my man. Yeah. Well, retry. Yeah, you, you just got to cut just over top of this. You can cut it out. Oh, yeah. Just, 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 gotta, just all this is getting cut. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's, it's all, all getting cut. Hips. It's all in the hips, yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, we're going to come back next next week with something fun, um, something exciting. I don't know. If you have anything you want to reach out to us and say, you can reach us at Beyond the Ordinary Podcast at gmail.com. Reach us on Facebook. Um, but we can, uh, we've got a subreddit that we don't really, uh, there's Do <laughs> stuff there. Um, we're, we're doing it. We're getting stuff out here, I think. You got a Patreon? Like. Not sure. yet. We need a Patreon. You need to pay me. Like, sure. <laughs> Yes, uh, we should subscribe. Like, share, see subscribe. You beyond the ordinary. Say that again. See you beyond the ordinary. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>